You're listening. No. You're listening to the Buns.com Podcast Network. (laughs) (laughs) Buns, buns, buns. All right. Hello, lovers. Welcome to You Gotta Love It, the show where you tell us and the rest of the world the things that we you love that we might have missed, the things... I don't know. <laughs> a lot of stuff. You tell us stuff and we watch it and we have to love it and whatever it is. I've seen the show. You know the, yeah. you know the deal. I'm tired. If you want to hear the intro, you can listen to the other episodes <laughs> other than the, <laughs> other than the first couple, yeah. I guess, right? Because like, I messed them up <laughs> for a while. There was, a, there was a long run of me messing them up. And uh, yeah, That's anyway, but my you name is it. Koji. I am... Uh, what are you, Koji? Part-time uh, exhausted. Uh full-time birthday boy yeah yeah it was my birthday party this weekend birthday this week uh and with me as always is my good friend and wrinkly old man andrew patterson (laughs) timely that's good (laughs) quick quick on the uptake yeah (laughs) and and joining us we have a special guest today yeah special episodes all supernatural edition is amanda the daryl graham graham Amanda, the Daryl Graham, Graham. Yeah, because Daryl's Daryl the Daryl Graham Graham. Correct. He yeah. should be. He should now be Daryl the Amanda. The Graham Amanda Graham Graham. 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 Yeah. Ooh, that's good. Yeah. Turn that uh, around on him. What? Tell the people about the super all supernatural edition of You Gotta Love It. Well, yeah. I mean, I, a couple weeks ago, I think I might have mentioned that I was a part-time conventioneer, um, as one of the intros, and I think it's because I had gone to this supernatural convention for the weekend conventioneer yeah i like that okay so all right whatever uh, go on and yeah s- and so uh we decided to make a, an all supernatural episode based on going to that convention amanda and i went to the convention i should say yeah. uh and so this episode is like is like meta meta episode it's about supernatural it's about going to a supernatural convention and also watching an episode where the guys from supernatural go to a supernatural convention up until a couple hours ago, I had never seen, to my memory, an episode of Supernatural. I basically just knew loosely what it was. It mm-hmm. was like something that existed on the periphery of my knowledge of pop culture and current TV shows, or ongoing TV shows, I should say. And uh, so we got a couple different points of view. Yeah. yeah, I don't even know where to start with this episode because we should explain... I guess we should start by explaining what Supernatural is, and then we can talk about the convention, and then we can talk about... Yeah, these things that we makes watch. the most sense. Yeah. So, Supernatural is a show about two brothers who uh, end up going into the demon hunting business. Uh, it posits a world where demons and like folklore and mythical like, creatures like Buffy. All, all exist. Yeah. And uh, I mean, there's other things other than Buffy that it's like, but you know what I mean. Yeah. Well, see, when I started watching it, I was like, this feels like X Files and Buffy kind of mashed together, which were two things like that in my really teen liked. years that I really loved. Yeah. Just, it was it was everything that I could Want, hope it yeah. could be as, as all you need. a fan of pop culture and paranormal shit. There you go. It's also a CW show that is shot <laughs> in Vancouver. Like uh what Arrow and The Flash and like all of the CW shows? Yeah. Pretty much. Yeah. I mean I- yeah, if you've ever seen one of those shows, you kind of know how this is going to play out. It's kind of <clears throat> Very similar to that. But anyway, um, we went to a convention uh, a while ago now where we got to meet the, the brothers Supernatural. Do uh, the, the brothers Supernatural. Yeah. Are the, uh, are the co- is the convention a year, an annual thing or is it a traveling thing? It's a, it's a traveling thing. Um, they have it like in a different place each year or do they have multiple? So they have multiple scheduled places that for, I think, they're skipping Toronto next year, but like I think mm. the because f- I'm they're going to like I'm Montreal old, or something. Yeah, I'm old hat at this. This was my third supernatural convention because I'm a giant loser. Whoa! Um, the first time Three. I went, I think it was the tenth year in Toronto, but they do, um, I think they do like thirteen cities in North America. There's ones in Europe. There's ones in Australia. I think That's they're doing one in Hawaii wild. next year. Yeah. There's one, in, there's one in Rome that I would be very interested to go to. 
That's crazy. It is the craziest thing you'll ever experience in Charlie. It's insanity. Only because it's uh, for 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 no other reason, and I think I would feel this way about any very specific convention that you would go to. But think about the level of fandom and excitement and everything that goes on with Fan Expo. Now, just like imagine it was solely like X Men Expo or something. Not even X Men because there's so many more characters. Mm-hmm. Imagine it was like. Uh, Superman Expo and just everyone just fucking dressed up as Superman loved just yeah. one specific character and it's just hordes of people in love with the, these characters. Mm. Superman's even a bad example because it exists as like a fictional character whereas the guys in Supernatural are like there are actors playing those people mm-hmm. so you can see not like when you see Superman on screen it's like somebody trying to look like the cartoon the right. comic book character, character whereas these fictional characters the actors obviously very much look like them yeah so the whole experience was just like crazy there's the women screaming and howling and like crying uncontrollably <laughs> weeping just just for the chance to ask them a question yeah because they're, they're just right, about, right there about their favorite character yeah yeah, if they could be anybody else on the show, who would they be? The most but ridiculous questions. Yeah. What's uh what's your favorite queen song? What's your favorite it, dinosaur? Yeah. All <laughs> what's, what's your, your favorite, favorite dinosaur? <laughs> that was a very popular question. There was one girl who would get up um at all the when I, like at all the Q&A sessions and ask them what their favorite dinosaur was. And by the end of the weekend, everybody in the audience was over it. They yeah. were done. Just audible groans <laughs> yeah. throughout the crowd. It seems a lot like a um, almost, I would imagine, what I imagine any convention mm-hmm. seems like for anybody that is not into nerd culture. Uh, for lack of a better term, a jock. Or somebody that just has not ever participated in nerd culture. And I don't mean like they haven't. I'm not talking about like, oh, like everybody's seen Star Wars. I mean, somebody that's like gone to the length to pay for admission to a convention celebrating nerd culture or, mm-hmm. or comic culture or sci-fi culture, whatever. When you go to one, it has its hilarious quirks, but now it's such a multi-billion dollar industry that it feels it feels almost more like trade showy with nerdy elements. But like the way that you guys describe the Supernatural convention sounds to me what people like what somebody who had never been to a nerdy convention would imagine all conventions to be like you know oh. it's like the epitome of yeah because this is definitely a, not a trade show like yeah I, I i kept commenting on the lack of like stuff for like i thought i would be able to get like replica supernatural weapons and like you know whatever like the the knife that they have you know what i'm talking about the angel blade yeah no, no. no well, well, that blade. one the, too. But the, the demon, the demon killing blade. That, yeah, that yeah. One. I was like, oh, maybe I'll get one of those. I don't know. We'll see what they have. And then when we got there, it's just like fan art and supernatural themed clue. You know, like it was. What kind of fan art? Which is like art, jewelry, was, paintings. Was like there clothing. any fanfic? No. Like we no. Uh, you know where I'm going with that. I know where you're going with that. Yeah. I'm on. I'm on Tumblr. I'm kind of surprised yeah. there aren't I any. Yeah. I'm well versed. I'm, wa- I'm well versed. Fan fiction. Yeah, I, kn- I know what's out there. Yeah, some slash fiction or something. Um, yeah, but no, this was like just purely celebrating the show, really, uh, and it was mainly like the unless you bought extras, it's it was mainly Q and A with. Not even mainly. It was pretty much all Q&A with the people who had been on the show. So they would just come out, do a little like five second like, hey, it's me. You know, here's here's the personality I'm going to present. And then like, okay, what do you got? You know, and then they would just answer whatever questions were thrown at them. It was pretty interesting. Good time to roll into what the hidden gem was then. Maybe at this point now that you've summed up the... Yeah. Unless you guys want to talk more about the experience, but I think well, that it's I think it'll seep into the hidden gem because it is a season nine, episode five, right? Wow, that's specific. Mm, I, f- I feel You're I feel a that it was fan. No, 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 no. Well, I just this downloaded was, it. This oh, was fair enough. season six or seven. 
Well, let's see. Season seven, episode ten, Koji. Uh, uh, actually, I have no idea. Yeah, I'll I'll look it up. But anyway, uh, an episode called "The Real Ghostbusters," uh, in which Sam and Dean, who are the brothers from the show, uh, go to unwittingly go to a convention about themselves. Yeah, we should. I guess we should preface that by saying earlier in the series, they discover that there's a prophet of the Lord, yeah, who unknowingly has been writing the true stories of Sam and Dean Winchester and their uh, demon hunting exploits. They stumble across these books, find the writer. So they're, they're now aware that this exists. Um, they have fans. No, who don't know that it's them. So Yeah, they don't know they're real people. They think these are just stories. Right. It, it would be as if there was like a, a modern-day version of Sherlock Holmes and, uh, and it was actually a real cop solving cases. He has no idea that this is a book that everyone loves. Um, it was season five, episode nine, not nine, episode five. I had those there backwards, but, um, fucking rookie. Yeah. I know what, what is going on. Um, but yeah, so, uh, uh we ch- kind of chose this a, because it was about a supernatural convention, but also it, it is one of the better episodes Probably one of the best, like top five for sure, I would say, of the show. Super meta because, I mean, it, it kind of pokes fun of, of itself because you have characters, or not characters, you have people going to this convention dressed up as the characters on the show doing impressions of those characters. And like as over the top as those impressions are, they're like... Kind of spot on. Yeah, well, there's just like the critiques that they're making of those characters, like always talking in a gravelly voice and like whatever. It's like, that's how it is. It's hilarious. Yeah, Yeah. Yeah, it was great. All of Dean's one-liners. It was amazing to see. And then they used some of the, I mean, I haven't seen episodes of the show that are not this, but I can only imagine based on how this episode played out that I think it takes a lot of guts for showrunners to do or like the right writers of a show to do something like this and maybe it speaks more to like the actual fan base and what the show is about that they are able to get away with that but it's almost like i'll just say right out of the gates i wish there was more long-running shows that had the ability to do that yeah you know what i mean because it it wouldn't fit it wouldn't be a fit everywhere yeah yeah um but yeah supernatural can get away with just about anything yeah. I feel like they've done a lot of these meta episodes they've made fun of the show they've made fun of like ac- the actor's previous work they have an episode where they're like on a film set where like there's this douchebag producer that's giving them ridiculous feedback and but it results f- in the actual well the f- every bit of feedback that this douchebag producer like fictional producer gives on the show or on the movie has been feedback that they received for supernatural so they just took that <laughs> shit and put it right into That's an episode so they're like you you get the like the traditional cwe like melodrama episodes but i think one of the reasons i really love it is because they they are like this they is, don't take themselves too seriously yeah yeah, yeah well it's kind of like buffy in that sense i think it was yeah. a good it was a good primer for me mm-hmm. i'm not saying that i'm gonna like go start episode one and like marathon the show but it was like seeing this as a starting point i was like uh it's pretty good like you, could, there, there wasn't anything I might have been missing on in on some of the inside jokes, but like for the most part, I was like, it was like contained within that episode. You know what I mean? Yeah. It was well, good. like when those two guys who are pretending to be Sam and Dean, like are listening to the ghost talk or whatever, and then they both give each other that like deep stare, you know, silently. The meaningful. It, yeah. Speak, speak without talking stare. It's perfect because like those. You know, in those more drama heavy CWE episodes, like that happens a lot, right? But it's uh, to your point, I think it's great that they're able to be like, yeah, you know, this show's just kind of ridiculous. <laughs> yeah. Or even that whole, the whole bit where the guy's talking about one of, one of the panels is, uh, you know, discussing the homoerotic subtext oh, of yeah. Supernatural, <laughs> which of course, like the yeah. fandom, there are, there are large groups of the fandom that are super, super into yeah. like dissecting that writing fan fiction about that yeah and there's that joke in the episode well it wasn't really i mean kind of a joke i guess where that those two guys were the gay couple a couple that were playing the yeah it's yeah. great the brothers they yeah. were the brothers so in, it was like in real life they were a couple. <laughs> yeah uh, that's good stuff yeah no i think that they've set themselves up in the same way i mean not to the, exactly the same degree but it's kind of like rick and morty where 
you could literally have anything you want happen in an episode yeah. and they could explore it because you know for them it's just like okay we'll just chalk it up to like supernatural some sort of magic or some sort of demon or some sort of alternate dimension or whatever it is hmm. and you know it's very much so they wanted to do an episode where they're cartoons and yeah. that's gonna happen right that is happening this season there was an episode where they were stuck in a in like a 90s sitcom like, it's kind of like they community. were stuck they were stuck in in various tv yeah like yeah. they did they did a herpes commercial they were on a japanese game show yeah, they were just amazing. stuck in tv land and they had to like Sounds act out act out their bits and whatever whatever genre they were in yeah. to like to try and make their way out like that movie uh there's that, that movie that was at tiff this year that horror movie that was about the people that were stuck in the or the people that realized they're stuck in like a red lobster commercial or something like that what <laughs> Yeah, it's no. part of Midnight Madness. I've never. Heard, well, I don't know what this is. Oh man, it looks. That sounds crazy. amazing. The though. trailer for it is literally just an ad. A future hidden gem, perhaps. Yeah, maybe. Maybe. It's like a short film, I think. But um, yeah, it kind of reminds me of Community in that regard. Mm -hmm. But you know, it's funny. The more that we're, this is like on a totally different level because it's much darker. But talking about shows that um, it was making me think of Neon Genesis the anime because that show 94 95 or whenever it first came out it's like a 26 episode show and the guy that the creator of that show you can read so much on this people have written like fucking like university pay, like you know papers on the show and the sort of psychology behind it and you know all of the metaphor and symbolism and all kinds of stuff in there but essentially my understanding anyway of what happened was the show really goes off the rails in like the teens of the episodes and then the movie that the the movie that followed which was basically about the end of the world where he just like kills everybody uh if you rewatch it and look at it as he basically they were getting feedback from the fans that became really attached to these characters and all of these other people that were telling him what they wanted him to do with the story yeah. and he basically felt like where do you get off? Like, so he yeah. gave them that, but the, like the show basically transforms from something that was like a serious vision that he had to him completely skewering his, the fan base of the show. And when you rewatch it after that and think of it with that sort of like self-awareness, it is, I mean, it's really depressing, but it's also like, you're like, Oh, this is unbelievable. Like there's a scene that for so long I didn't fully really understand where uh, one of the characters is like injured and they're lying in a hospital bed in a coma. And yeah. then, like the main character is like basically like masturbating. And I was like, that's really gross. And I, uh, you know, when I was younger, I just chalked it up to being just like, oh, this movie is like this crazy fucked up, like R-rated anime that just has weird shit happening in it. But basically all of the things that he does are, is, is this guy basically being like, fuck you. You know, yeah. like, this is what you want. All right, I'll give it to you. This is what I think of you. You are your my audience. The people that are like, you know, we want more fan service. We want more of this. Like you are this character, and that's like a super dark version of. But it's like it's interesting that that you know when you see something that is able to remove itself, like the creators are able to step back from, you know, like yeah. It's, yeah. Well, interact with the audience in that way. Like I, it's. I think because Supernatural for the first, what, four seasons or something yeah. w was like a very serious, you know, CW drama. Yeah. It's still like it had its moments. Right. Like, no, I mean, it, but, but it, yeah, it wasn't afraid to like be humorous, but it, it like there was like a very serious arc about like the end of the world that, that mm -hmm. happened over those seasons. And I think originally probably that's where the story yeah. was going to end. And then when it didn't end, it's kind of like what the guy says at the end of the episode that we watched is like, is it really jumping the shark if you never come back down? Mm -hmm. And it, it, that's essentially what the show's been, right? Like it just, yep. be, it just gets a, becomes a more and more heightened version of itself every season. But like in a, in a, in a good way, not in a like, Oh my God, I can't believe what they're doing now. It's just kind of, like Archer kind of does the same thing at yeah. this point, you know? Yeah. They're just exactly. like, what are we going to do this season? Uh, okay, they're going to be drug dealers. Okay, what about this season? Okay, it's going to take place in L.A. It's gonna, or whatever. It'd be like a noir. So, yeah. You know, like they just basically have these characters now. They know people love it. They know that people don't necessarily love it for the story elements, like mm -hmm. the ongoing story. It's just kind of like 
oh, I just like watching these characters interact. So like, let's do whatever we want. Yeah. Like that's absolutely what it is now. Because the first four or five seasons, whatever. What season are they on now? 13. (laughs) Okay. Yeah. yeah, The first four or five seasons, like you say, it had like, it's, those are the best years of the show in terms of like a, like a cohesive storyline stuff happening. But for me, a lot of my favorite episodes come in the later years where they're just like, fuck it. Yeah. Let's do this crazy thing. Yeah, the there's something to be said for that for sure. Yeah, it it works out well. But speaking of, uh, you know, you were talking about anime a little bit earlier and being able to do crazy shit. <laughs> they uh, apparently created an anime yeah. of Supernatural, which is our. So, do we know if it was actually Japanese studio? Like, did they create? Was it made in Japan because of the success of the show, and they thought maybe they were, and then they just kind of dubbed it and brought it back it looked that way i legitimately have no idea like i was saying to you guys earlier like you know i'm i'm it's deep. a dirty little secret it of supernatural supernatural like, i don't base. even i don't even know how i came across the fact that there was it's an so anime i just comment. did and i was like this is insane. That top comment. i need to yeah the top comment on the one on the first episode on youtube was yeah. as a fan of anime and supernatural i do not know how to feel about this in all caps <laughs> and that sums it up Perfectly. So it was done by Japanese Warner Brothers. Uh, It debuted in January 2011 and was produced by famed Japanese anime studio Madhouse. What? (laughs) (laughs) Are you serious? Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Did they? Oh, man. I am trying to really try to stay positive here. I was just about really mean. But Madhouse does some fucking amazing shit was this like they're like it was made by take your kids to work like they were just like oh we'll just give this to this property to like the it was made by two guys named team shigeyuki mia and atsuko ishizuka i I mean it could also be budget there could be a lot of reasons i don't want to like shit on somebody's ability but like i mean i get the sense that I think they were probably like they're probably just trying to like cash in. Maybe they felt like the studio felt that oh, a lot of people who watch Supernatural also like anime. Let's make an anime season and see what happens. But like I, I feel like on every level, people didn't really care. Like we we uh, I wound up <laughs> yeah. buying the DVD of it for our buddy Nimit, and we friend we, of the show. Yep friend of the show and he we watched it and there was like an intro with Jared Padalecki and Jensen Ackles like basically I, I can't even remember what they were talking just basically sort of explaining what I don't know what they were doing here but like these are two guys who are like best friends in real life have really good rapport like if you've ever seen them talk to Let's talk to each other they like they have great conversation but when you're watching this it's so stilted and awkward well like, I don't here's I don't an interesting know. fact for you Okay. Which right. might explain some of this. Uh, Jared Padalecki voices Sam in the English language version of the series, while Jansen Eccles voices Dean only in the last two episodes due to scheduling reasons. Weird. So a guy named Andrew Farrar does Dean's voice for the first 20 episodes. So that's why it sounds so I just weird. Wanna, yeah. I just want to step back, though, to, to put what I was saying about the studio in perspective. They also did Summer Wars, which we did on this podcast. Yeah. Paprika. Yeah. Oh, papri- paprika. Pretty good. Paprika. Yeah. Uh, Death Note, Trigun, Perfect Blue, Redline. So like a lot of, you could yeah. see stylistically that there's some comparison, but like, it's just, uh, okay. I so mean, if they produced it, if they produced the animation, it's just shocking because like, think of Redline. Mm-hmm. That shit was crazy or summer wars like the animation is like insane but i think w- the what the version we watched before we get to the things that we love i think the version we watched was hurt by the fact that it was a dub that we were watching yeah you know if it was if it was um mm. if it was uh subtitled i think it would be a little bit better it's just like because so much of the dialogue happens and like the characters mouths aren't One moving and, oh really yeah. Anyway, sorry. I it just yeah. But I mean, like this had like the this really did feel like a TV show that you would you know, after school anime. Like not. There was one or two scenes where I was like, oh shit! Like parts of the car chase. I was like, okay, there's like this was clearly where they spent the money and the time. 
Um, but there was just a lot of like shit that just was not on model, like weird. Anyway, whatever. Let's talk about what we liked about it. Right. Mm -hmm. Yeah. (laughs) What did you guys like about it as people that know way more about the universe? Even if you haven't watched the anime, well, I'm like going in pretty pretty fresh. One of the things that I find interesting while doing some research about the anime is that, um, the first 22 episodes of the anime cover the entire story arc of the first two seasons. So I guess it like cuts out the filler episodes. Although the first episode we watched is kind of filler, but I guess it's introduction to the characters or whatever. But it uh, cuts out the filler and just is those episodes that are the main arc. Mm. So I think that that's kind of interesting. And I, I like the idea of you know an alternate version of this thing that I like. I'm trying to think, you know, if there was like a Game of Thrones anime or something, I'd be like, oh yeah, I'll check that out. It's Game you of know? Thrones comics. Yeah, right? Like I'm I'm all for, you know, multiple versions and and further exploring you know, this property that I like in in a new way. And anime isn't something that normally is a is a bridge that's gapped. Yeah, it's the other way around. It's like a popular anime gets turned into a movie a live action movie right Big uh, budget but american movie it's not it's not outside the realm of possibility that you know the thing that you like like star wars like game of thrones has a comic book we're kind of used to that sort of transition or has novels based on that property i mean obviously both of those have that as well mm-hmm. but i i mean i i'd be hard pressed to come up with another example of an american property that has an anime version of it you know yeah, yeah. I know you. We're all we're all sitting here trying to think of one. I, I can't think of one. But I think it's it's interesting that they went for it, and there are parts of it that are so anime and so like, you know, parts that are intentionally creepy or intentionally like. You mentioned the grunting and the like. Um, the voice acting was spot on for an anime. Yeah, like the um, English voice actors going like. <laughs> Yeah, you know, like every even when the character's not moving, just to let you know that like, oh, the animation's limited, but this person's really struggling, or they're in pain, or they're, yeah, uh, you know, super attracted to some. I mean, you could really interchange any number of emotions or feelings for, right? Um, and I think they 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 tried to do that part justice, but I think that having knowing the show, not even knowing the show, like. Had we watched these things in opposite order, I think that you might have not had a different tune on the anime, but I think that it it wouldn't have been as abrasive as it ended up being because now you're introduced to the show and on a decent episode, you're like, okay, these characters aren't bad or whatever. And then you watch this anime and you're just like, what the fuck? Well, let's just, oh talk, let's just get out of the way that the last third of the episode made... It was impossible Zero to follow. Sense. made like no sense. It was like... You thought they were going one direction and they were right there. Like they could have just had that be the showdown happens in that girl's place. Yeah. Turns out that the thing he's talking to is actually the shapeshifter and she's like in a closet or a room, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But instead, it just jumped to all these different locations. There was like, but you it didn't show the characters moving between locations and you just never, you're like, okay, so now the guy is like dressed. It was insane. Yeah. But it was so crazy. In the action. So because... And then they went to the underground caverns to find the girl in the end, apparently. So mm-hmm. there was a shapeshifter episode in, I think, the first season of Supernatural. And yeah. I think the reason that they went bonkers at the end of that is, well, first of all, they had like 22 minutes instead of True. 45 minutes or whatever. Yeah. Um, but in the episode from the actual show, they do frame it up that the Dean character, um, like the shapeshifter takes... Dean's form and goes over to this woman's house. I mean, the plot is almost completely different, but this part, like he goes over to the woman's house and then, you know, he, he winds up becoming the suspect in these murders because the shapeshifter has taken his form. And, and then mm. Dean himself has to then like escape clear his name. Yeah. Well, they don't actually clear their name though. I think no. they just become outlaws. Yeah. So it just sets up the fact that in the show they have to keep moving because like, they're wanted for murder, and yeah. they've become outlaws on many occasions. Yeah, but but this was one of the first ones. Yes, um, I see. But you, I, I'll give them credit, or I'm not sure if I should give them if this is something that I, no, I think I like this, but I maybe I didn't. You would think that in an episode like this, there would inevitably inevitably be a scene where the shapeshifter and one of the brothers looks identical, and they're like, 
shoot him. I'm Sam. Mm. No, I'm the real Sam. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like you'd think there would be one of those. And like, I was kind of waiting for that the entire time and it didn't happen. And I guess like, that's not, it's like better than lazy writing, I suppose. Cause it's, it's like so cliche. cliche. You'd rather have him run onto a busy highway at night and shoot into the a sh- car. Shoot into the car. <laughs> well, not that, get hit by anybody. Not get hit by anybody and nobody notices or and cares. And get a perfect kill shot on him. <laughs> yeah, it's amazing. I just don't know how he caught up with the car. <laughs> he has super speed. Yeah. That's true. It was so bizarre. <laughs> <laughs> you, did, you did not know that Sam Winchester yeah. can outrun a car at full speed. He's got that demon blood I'm going to be real with you guys. Yeah, he does. This was a tough one for me. The you gotta love it was a tough one. The hidden gem I did enjoy watching. Yeah, uh, do, I think I think I like would have enjoyed mo- both of them less if I was not watching them with you guys though, for sure. Like if I if you we just like if you just downloaded like that episode and I just queued it up, I would have been like, okay, yeah, yeah, all right. But it was fun. The you gotta love it. Really struggling. Yeah, it was, it was made d- by Madhouse though. Yeah, well, I get you know. Can't win them all. Yeah. Can't win them all. Sometimes, yeah. sometimes a swing put, and a miss. They you know? put the interns on that one. Yeah. Well, it, I mean, you got to, yeah. You got to, you know, cut your teeth now, somewhere. Get now the, finding out that 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 uh, Dean's actual voice is only in the last two episodes. I almost want to watch those last two and be yeah. like, is this any better? Maybe it would be. I did watch some of the, I did watch a couple of the later episodes just mm-hmm. because I, I saw that they were specifically titled the same as as actual episodes of the show. So it's like, oh, I wonder what the deal is with this. And they basically just within the 22 minute time frame recreated episodes from the show, just like straight up. Um, hmm. And I mean, I kind of, I guess sort of similar to this, this episode, like one of the things that I did kind of find soup, like find interesting is the, the fact that they do go, I thought you were going to say the thing. One of the things I did find super natural. <laughs> it was just that they like Ooh. that they did, you know, explore some of the stuff that they can't do because of the limitations of live TV or that they're on CW. So they can make it a little bit more graphic or they can like make the monsters crazier. That scene caught me off guard. That was extremely violent. That that murder scene. I was like, whoa. And that was a little much. There wasn't really anything else. It was so gratuitous. Like sexy lingerie too. Yeah. Which is not something that they do on the show either. No. No, no. No, yeah, no. It's t- it, it was tough. Yeah, no, that that commenter, that commenter just like hit the nail on na- the head. Nail head. Yeah. So Got funny. It. Yeah. Yeah. There's a YouTube. Co- so you can find this on YouTube, by the way, if you are a Supernatural fan or whatever, and you want to check out, you didn't know this anime existed. You can just search Supernatural anime on YouTube and all the episodes are there. And one of the or the top comment is as a fan of anime yeah, and I Supernatural, I'm not sure how I feel about this. Yeah. All, All caps. caps. <laughs> yeah. All caps. Yeah. It's true, it's, though. I think uh, it's, man, I don't know. All this stuff is like blurring together, not in the way that it's all the same, but like, did you keep watching Stray Dogs? No, not. I want so to, I kept, though. I kept watching it. I'm not done it, uh, but I'm enjoying it. And it is, as we talked about, is very much like super anime. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, when you sum it up to somebody, you're like, yeah, it's about an orphan who's actually a were-tiger who gets taken under the wing of a super cheerful sort of like master detective that's obsessed with suicide and joins an armed detective agency that solves cases but all have superpowers. Yeah. Uh, people are like, oh, and you're like, yeah, but it's, you know, it has the comedy, it's got the action, it's got, you know, but like... I've been using that as a measuring stick now because I'm enjoying it for all these other, you know, all these other things that people have been suggesting. It's like yeah. tough to like, it's getting really hard for me. I don't know what episode we're on now, like 80, 80? Yeah, maybe. You know, I'm going to start to need to do some sort of like mental, like cash dump, like of like <laughs> yeah. the last week of stuff that I've seen to like try to really go into things. We'll just like... Spend an entire day smoking a whole bunch of weed, okay? Mm-hmm. And then by the next day, you won't remember a thing. Sounds you know, great. Just clear that right out. I barely remember anything from last night, so <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, no, I hear you. It's it. 
it's hard to I'm just, what i'm trying to say is i think i would have it would have been easier for me to even like get behind even this anime if we hadn't if i hadn't been watching an anime recently that was like good you know what i mean like i was yeah. just kind of like uh things are either good stuff really ruins me for the stuff that's shitty yeah yeah <laughs> and like and everything else is just like there's a huge spectrum of like a huge gray area of things that people are like oh this is terrible and then we watch it and we're like no oh, that's not so bad yeah well, okay, I think one of the, the big problems that the anime, the supernatural anime has, um, you know, as much as I, the thing, one of the things I love is they actually tried to do it, is I think they failed because what they did was try and recreate the show in anime form. And I think what they should have done is... Create, like, original Well, it should Well, it shouldn't, yeah, it shouldn't have been episodes from the show in anime form. <clears throat> it should have been its own, like... Maybe some of their other adventures that they, you don't necessarily see, right? Because oh, like yeah. on the show, they kind of suggest like happen that fan base. Yeah, they've been doing other things in between episodes, right? So like it could it could be some of that stuff or like more of a backstory on on Bobby and their dad or whatever it was, and and then it wouldn't have to be like a Better Call Saul, yeah, cut, like companion to Breaking Bad, right? So like yeah. So but then it, it wouldn't like because. I think you and I, being fans of Supernatural, it's very easy to look at it and be like, well, this is nowhere near as good as the thing that we like. Yeah. So, like, why? One of the things I discovered having watched more than one episode of this is, uh, as you saw... the anime or the show? Of the the anime. Gotcha. Um, So they, they play sort of like the unofficial Supernatural anthem being Carry On Wayward Son by the band Kansas. Um, (laughs) They use that in the credits for all of the episodes of the anime. But um, on a couple of the episodes, it's not not Kansas singing it. It's not like the original version. It's like a bad cover band. Like a karaoke version? version? Yeah, like a karaoke version of it. That's the version that they use in the anime, though? Well, so the episode that we just watched, it was like the actual song. Like the legit song. But... There's a couple of episodes where it's not it's just random. I'm just like it's why? Like why they, clear, they, they clearly decision? had the rights <laughs> for the actual song, but they just does chose it make to you, go with. Does it make you else? wonder if some, secretly maybe the anime is like part of the meta universe? It will it will be revealed that eight years after the anime came out, it was some sort of like insane joke that will become a plot line in the actual show. I would fucking love that because like I said, (laughs) nobody talks about it. Like the, like the actors on the show are very good at making fun of themselves and like stuff that they've done in the past that they don't think is very good. Um, But it's still like, it's like, it's like it happened and, and it just like disappeared. Everybody forgot about it or like, would you be surprised if they, eventually made reference to it on the show though no i know absolutely not i would not be surprised but like i i would love to see that i wonder how they could do it in a clever way how they could like do they have an episode where they go to japan not yet no oh i see what you're saying yeah but i just mean like how they could allude to there being an anime without you know so people who are fans if there are such a thing of the anime would be like Oh, I get it. You know, yeah. but like other people or wouldn't just people really like get us it. who have seen it. Yeah. And I was just like, we know we know that this thing exists. Yeah. Um I would like to know. Cuz I I don't know if I if I got this from you going going back to the actual convention. Yeah. I want to know what your highlight was and what the most bonkers what blew your mind the most. Oh, man. Well, blew my mind it's it's hard to say because the whole thing was just like way more than i expected it to be it's just a lot right right now now. (laughs) yeah i I mean everyone's just like i don't know how to explain it because even when you i mean i keep comparing it to fan expo because i feel like that's the most relatable nerdish thing that anyone who's listening might have experienced but even when you go to Fan Expo, it's like I see people dressed up as anime characters and I'm like, I don't know what that anime is, you know, or there's, you know, people who are huge fans of some obscure comic. And I'm like, oh, OK, I kind of recognize who you might be dressed up as, but I don't really know the story. But we're all fans of like this nerd culture. But with this convention, it's so specific that like everyone's almost it almost feels like everyone there like 
me outside of the whole thing is immediately best friends because they're all just like, oh, we all really love like this very one specific thing. Like we all have this in common, mm-hmm. you know. And so I I was like very blown away at like the community aspect of it. But my highlight was that this one girl. I, I told you this story uh, off mic. This one girl who was just like got up to ask a question and couldn't contain herself, just crying and like swooning. And I just remember her being like, uh, she apologized a million times. And at one point she's just like, you're just right there though. You know? <laughs> and it, I was like, yeah, like they, they're real all yeah, of a sudden. They are right there. And then her question was just something really silly, which made it all, all, <laughs> all the better because it was so hard for her to get out that you thought it was going to be. Yeah. Some times. like super personal or something like that. Did you get, do you get, I, you said you've been to th- this three of them. Yes. So you know, do you get starstruck? Um, is that Last maybe that's not year, even the right word, but like the f- I thinking think the like first, of a Jason Momoa experience, you know, yeah, that's yeah. like some next level shit. A, l- a little bit. Like, I think the first year definitely part like I I mean, part of my issue also is just like general anxiety about stuff. So I yeah. like not that I'm necessarily starstruck, but I get I get really nervous. Smoking well, hot we dudes. They are, we yeah, had yeah. some anxiety. Well, they look exactly like they do on the show in person. Like exactly. Yeah. Yeah. You know, and that makes sense. Well, but no, like, you know how, like, you you know, yeah, but like, you know, sometimes you see people that you've seen on TV and they're like, I saw George Clooney and he was somehow more handsome in real life than he was. That's like these dudes in anything that I'd seen him in. Yeah. This is like fucking Medusa me. And I was just like, what? I'm not even, what is happening right now? That's, that's how, that's how I felt at my very first convention. Cause I got, I got a photo with the two of them. And well, just like walking into that room and being like, oh, oh, oh you're, damn. Oh, you're, be- you're better looking in actual life. And that's not fair. <laughs> so now I'm going to have to process this in the well, very I short wait in line. Yeah, yeah. In the line, the next five people between me and this. Yeah. Well, when we were waiting in line, because you got a photo uh, this time while we were there and mm-hmm. I joined you, we were like stressing over what our pose was going to be. Mm. We're like, what kind of photo do we take? Because like... You know, you don't want to just have a photo of you standing there and they're standing there and then yeah, it's like weird or whatever. And like everyone opts for like the hug photo, but I don't, you know, yeah. I don't need a hug from them. <laughs> you know, so you kind of like, got one after. Yeah, I got a little. Well, so, OK, this is this is the thing that, that like has kind of uh, surprised me the most about the convention is after uh, we got our photo taken one of the guys from the show gave me like, cause he was standing behind me, he gave me a little like squeeze, squeeze on the shoulder. And I was like, okay, like, thanks man, whatever. And then as I recount this photo op to people that I know who are not even fans of supernatural, they're like, what? They're like <laughs> yeah. he squeezed your shoulders. I'm like, but like it wasn't, it wasn't even, it was like an afterthought to me. Like it yeah. wasn't even a thing. And both Elise and like some other, Elise is uh, my girlfriend and some other, uh, people that I've talked to mainly women, I guess who are fans of, um, Gilmore girls, Gilmore girls, or, yeah. uh, are like, what? Yeah. He squeezed your shoulders. Cause I, he's a character on Gilmore girls. Okay. Yeah. Uh, and I'm like, yeah, I think, that's what like, of it? I think that's like his, I think he just does this. Cause so I got my own photo with just him. Yeah. Cause I, I went full board this year. I thought it was going to be the last one in Toronto. So I was like, fuck it. I'm getting everything I want. Mm. So I got a photo with and just why him. And why Why the fuck not? Why not? So, yeah. So I, you know, I, d- I also didn't want to do just the hug. So I did some kind of like goofy pose. We like had our arms around each other doing like the, the finger guns. Gu- the finger guns. Kind of like the like, boop, boop, oh, boop, you. Boop, hey, hey, man. What's going on? Um, but yeah, then afterwards, I, you know, kind of said thank you and went to walk away. And he just feel his hand on my side, just like pull me in tight rests his chin on my head and gives him a back a little rub and i was like oh yeah. okay they just really appreciate their fans yeah yeah i, was, I was, just was like all right i'm gonna this is this too is too much no just kidding. this <laughs> is my this is my happy place yeah but from now on for me i was just surprised at the amount of people that like after i you know had told them the story like come out as like secret fans of this actor or whatever you know, yeah. There's a lot of people like. Well, it also sounds like they're pretty, fucking, good dudes. Like they're pretty chill. I like. I know that there's, 
just from experience, not everybody loves that type of fame. You know, there's like nerdy actors that are in like a superhero movie that are like, I didn't know this existed before I was this character, but it's amazing like how dedicated these fans are. And they seem to genuinely be kind of like in awe of it. But there's some people that clearly don't want to, you know, like they're yeah. like, okay, I got my two hour signing and then I'm getting the fuck out of here. And yeah. because this is such a hyper focused fan base, it seems like. I don't know. They seem pretty cool about yeah, it. You know, well, like that's not something that everybody does. I think yeah. at this point you have to, like, if you're them, you have to kind of embrace it because, I mean, you've been doing the show 13 years or whatever. Like, you have to be okay with it. Like, maybe at first they were like, hey, we're just actors on this show. Yeah. But now they kind of have to be like. Sure. But even like bands, bands that have been around for like over a decade, mm -hmm. you know, not, they might do the fan experiences, but you still meet lots of people that are kind of just like, ah. That's true. You know, like they're like, they put on a face. You could just feel it. You're like, yeah. oh, this person just fucking doesn't want to do this. But it sounds like they're pretty genuine people. Yeah. And I mean, like, at the, you know, I got um, with the pass that I got, you get autographs from pretty much everybody that's there. And it, so at the very end of the last day, um, Jensen Ackles, I was in the line for him. And, you know, he was sort of chatting with his handler as I came up to get my autograph. And, you know, I said, thank you. And he was still kind of distracted. And so I walked away and I was kind of like, oh, that's, that's, you know, that's kind of too sucked. bad. And I looked at, looked at my friends and kind of gave him a shrug. But then like from behind me, I hear him go, thank you. And I turn around mm. and he blows me a kiss. Like he <laughs> just kind of like <laughs> caught on like, oh, hey, this person has passed Are me there... by and I have not acknowledged mm. them. But like. Last question before recommendations. Yeah. I mean, unless again, I'm not calling it. I'm just saying. Yeah. We could talk about this ridiculous thing for a very long time. We won't, we Are won't, we won't bore you. Any female characters on the show. Yes. Oh, yeah. Not very many long-lasting ones. <laughs> well, they're making a female spinoff, though. They are. So there's... <laughs> what? Yes. So you love that, Koji. Yeah. <laughs> That's Koji's favorite thing, when but, they just make an all-female cast version of something that already exists. Well, no, hold on. So <laughs> a couple of things. First of all, in, in this case, it's not one of those things that like... Was it like two characters from the show or something? Yeah. They're yeah. getting their own. Okay. Right. So it, it doesn't really irk me because it's not just like, hey, let's take this this IP and make it all female and capitalize on this like women first thing. Mm -hmm. Right. So, cause my problem isn't like, I, I don't, I don't hate. It's not the, that it's women. The new, new Ghostbusters on, on principle because it's an all female cast or hate the new oceans movie because it's going to be an all female cast. I just hate the idea of like, Oh, this like female first thing is really hot right now. So let's fucking take this property we already have instead of making something new and being like, Here's a female version of it. Mm. Give it. Give us your fucking money, right? Like, why not just do a heist movie that's all female, that's not oceans, whatever, you know? That's my problem. But in this case, it makes sense because it's two reoccurring characters who have been on the show a while, who who makes sense for them to kind of team up and have their own thing. You know what I was super bummed about? Firefly. I mean, of course, lots of people are bummed that Firefly lasted as or didn't last whatever that it was canceled yeah. when you know people were super passionate about it and even in the few episodes they did Christina Hendricks had that recurring character that was like my first introduction Christina Hendricks like pre-Mad Men yeah I remember she was like the uh, kind of like the they landed on that planet and she was like the sort of I don't even know how to describe it She's like wearing rags and like they like or took her. He took her back on the ship and she turned out to be that mercenary that was basically just like trying to rob them. Do you remember what I'm talking about? I've never seen it. What? Anyway, yeah. they introduced characters that would have been recurring characters. But because the show got canceled, you never got to see and like they developed the core characters enough that you were really into it. But then you're just like, oh, man, it sucks that we're never going to get to see what could have been with all of these like relationships with these characters that they just brought into like a couple episodes throughout the show. Yeah. I'm surprised like Netflix hasn't tried to. People fucking love that show. Bring it and back. It's kind of yeah. a void. I feel like right now, other than maybe the expanse, but it's not really the same thing. I haven't watched it yet. All right. I want to finish the books. Do we have recommendations lined up? I got one. Okay. I have two actually, but what's your recommendation? My recommendation is music completely unrelated to anything we're talking about though as is usually the case with my recommendation it is the singer and front woman i suppose she also plays guitar and a number of she's multi-talented mm -hmm. uh 
Napalm from Hiatus Coyote just released a solo record um, that is fucking great. <laughs> if you like Hiatus Coyote and you like kind of like sultry, smooth, R&B, jazzy, you know, kind of like guitar, and it's very it's very stripped down. Compared, a lot of it is just like her and guitar, maybe a little bit of percussion. Like half the songs are covers. We're not covers. They're like acoustic versions of Hiatus Coyote songs. Um, it's called Needle Paw. It's really... I feel like it's very different than a lot of stuff that's been coming out lately, um, at least like popular releases. And yeah, if you're looking for like a, a, it's a very warm record. So going into the colder months, at least here in Toronto, uh, it's great autumn listen, great winter listen. Um, so that'd be my recommendation. Check it out. Napalm, N-A-I space P-A-L-M. And the record is called Needle Paw. That's what I got. We'll cue it up. Do you have a recommendation for us? Maybe. I'm I I don't even know what I've recommended previously. It's been a while. I was going to keep it on theme with the supernatural in general. If Do you're it. if you're a fan of ridiculous ghost hunting shows. Yes, Amanda. Uh Do it. I know what you're going to recommend. Ghost Adventures? No, that's not what I thought it was going to be, but go it's, ahead. If you've ever watched Kroll show and you saw his bit called uh Ghost, ghost. Bouncers, <laughs> this is about as close as you're going to get. It's like a bunch of Las Vegas bros and they oh, hunt man. ghosts. And there are times where it's like, I don't, I can't tell if they're taking themselves seriously. Like there's times where you're like, they're absolutely taking themselves seriously. But then other times where you're like, there's, there's no fucking way. This is not a joke. How many, wasn't there another one that you watched though? Do you watch a lot of ghost shows? But I watch a lot of ghost shows. Was the, I don't there do wasn't it. there another one though before, um, fuck, what was it called? I'm not going to be able to remember it, but I anyway, mean, there's, whatever. There's the one that we've been joking about me creating. <laughs> <laughs> called scared af or haunted af <laughs> where yeah just like go to f- famously haunted places or places that people say are haunted and just be sc- it's just you being scared yeah it just ends with <laughs> me being like fuck this and leaving because i get <laughs> freaked out by Can't nothing at all um but yeah uh, this is this is also a very long-running show i believe they're on their 15th season what yeah. wow whoa 15 seasons of bros hunting ghosts i'm sorry if i've already recommended this <laughs> No, <laughs> but, fine, man. I don't think you but have. It was, but it's it's on theme, and What's it, it is ghost? crazy ghost adventures. It's ghost adventures, okay. Yes. Check it out. It doesn't even seem the grammar in the title suggests that it would be a show about the adventures of a ghost. You know. No, they're they the the <laughs> end of the intro is the guy saying these are our ghost adventures. (laughs) So they're like their adventures with ghosts. Amazing. All right. And it's, it's supposed to be like reality TV, right? Yeah. Yeah. But it's like one of those guys like that wears like affliction and like all that stuff. It's, it is. Oh yeah. I forgot. Daryl hates it Mm -hmm. as he hates many of the things that I (laughs) love a lot. I don't don't know how this works. Yeah. uh, Yeah. Whenever he's not home, Keeping up ghost adventures, little super, super, supernatural ghost adventures. Yeah, I just got my bases covered. Sweet. All right, so my recommendation is a was a TV mini series. Uh, I may have recommended it like early on in the show. I don't remember. It's called The Lost Room, Um, and it's a TV show about this guy who finds uh, he's a cop, and he finds this key. And what happens is when he puts his key, it fits into any door. And when he when he puts his key and he opens it, it takes him to this hotel room. And then he can go into the hotel room and then just come out any other door anywhere else. Um, and then he, he he starts... First of all, his daughter gets uh, pushed into the hotel room and the door closes. And when he opens the hotel room door again, it just resets. Hmm. And the hotel room always resets. So he'll go in and he can mess it up and then he'll leave. And when he comes back, it's fully clean again and anything that was left in the hotel room that wasn't there originally is just vanished including his daughter so he's trying to he's trying to find her and get her back and throughout the course of the show he runs into other people that have uh other weird items that originally you find out later on originally belonged in the hotel room so this one guy has a plane ticket and whenever you tap somebody on the head with this plane ticket it puts them in the middle of this field in like iowa or something like they just get immediately transported there, no matter where they are. They just when they get tapped in the head with this ticket, they go there. Another one is a comb that slows down time when you put it through your hair. And there's all these other weird items that just do weird stuff. And the lore of the show is such that if you have one of these items, the more you use it, 
the more fate attracts you to other people that have items from the hotel room and it's like it sounds amazing a huge you've definitely recommended it before i think six episodes um definitely is it, is it col- did it finish though yeah yeah okay it, it, it's fully contained i think it was supposed to be a um uh like a maybe a pilot perhaps for a, for a longer series but i don't know what happened or why it didn't end up becoming a, uh, an actual thing but it's definitely worth checking out because, you know, it's up that it's the same like nerdy sci-fi alley and, and just finding all these items and being like, oh, what does this one do? What does that yeah. one do? It's just like really cool, interesting and fun. But yeah, check it out. Sweet. The Lost Room. Anyway, uh, what are we doing next week? Thor Ragnarok. Okay. No, I'm just kidding. Andrew's going to watch the rest of the Supernatural anime. She's going to talk about oh, that. Oh, I don't know about that. He's going to he's gonna catch up to the Supernatural TV show. <laughs> yeah, in, in a week. You got a lot of binging to do. Uh, you have to yeah. do two seasons a day. You can do it. That's a lot. No, that, that's, that's physically impossible. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I have some good things things but like no you gotta love it okay so i don't know well let maybe we just ghost adventures put it on put it on hold uh <laughs> there's yeah. gotta be something though there's gotta be we'll figure it out we'll, we'll we'll let you know next episode when you first start listening sounds good <laughs> what it will be <laughs> you, you can pause it yeah. you can pause the episode after we've introduced it go consume the media and then come back and compare it um yeah. yeah. Cool, man. All right. Well, I'm. Until next time, hopefully, we'll be less hungover. Yeah. Speak for yourself. Hopefully, we'll be more hungover. I don't know. Sure. No, no. I, uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah, that backfired. Okay. All right. Take it easy.
so. Oh.